The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for some football talk? This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Hey, welcome back to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, welcome back with us. Hey, if you don't know about our live streaming online, you could take a look and gander at me on camera live uh, on VoiceAmerica.com with www.usstream.tv/channel/live-phoenix-studio. Uh, Check it that check that out and you can take a peek at me live on uh, voiceamerica.com and then uh it's a wonderful uh, device to use if some of you are yearning to know if I have the face for TV I also have the voice for radio as well baby <laughs> Yes sir all right we had a smoking week this week on uh the the NFL with uh you know it's a barn burner of a week we had Mr. Uh, Haley from the Chiefs was fired today and uh was disappointed and uh in his uh, outcome of the season thus far so they uh took him out of the uh out of being the head coach at uh, Kansas City Chiefs and coach Haley was a heck of a coach uh, with the Cowboys uh and, and as a defensive coordinator and uh, now, uh, well, offensive coordinator and then went with, again with the Cardinals leading him to the, the, uh, the, the Super Bowl a few years back and now he's, uh, out looking for a job because he's been fired as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs at, at the record at five and eight. You know, Coach Haley, uh, you know, he was, he had a, he had a good string going there, and uh, he brought in um, Mr. Steve Breston from the Cardinals to be his primary receiver. Things just did not pan out with his quarterback getting hurt early on, and that uh, that really hurt the progress of this uh, offensive team. Uh, defensively, I think they've been playing very, fairly well. Uh, but, uh, offensively, they, they just have not, uh, have not uh, matured to the, to the, uh, status of Mr. Haley's, 
prolific offense that he likes to install. So, you know, that uh, that hurt him as uh, as a head coach there with not getting that offense on track. And, you know, <clears throat> they say this is n- the NFL is not for long, not the National Football League. But if you don't win now, and I mean now, they will get rid of you quicker than a hurry. And I mean it. <laughs> I mean it with every fiber in my body, baby. All right. Erlacher also says Tebow, he made an accusation that Tebow is a good running back. Now, that's taking a jab at the big fellow, and, uh, you know, I never had a chance to, opportunity to, 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 uh, uh, check up on or Erlacher about this uh, ac- uh, this statement that he made. It wasn't an accusation. It was a statement. He just, you know, he was asked by a reporter in the locker rooms uh, Sunday, how uh, uh, was that uh, Bronco quarterback? And he says, well, he's a good running back. He does a good job uh, for them. And uh, <laughs> this is what he said after that question was asked. And uh he uh he thought of the passing of Tebow, who was twenty one of forty for two hundred and thirty six yards with a touchdown and and an interception. Erlacher praised Tebow's scrambling ability and that's but that was about the size of it. But he took a jab at him and said he's a good running back. He does a good uh, a good job for them. And, uh, you know, the man, I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid up in Denver with the Tebow Kool-Aid, which, man, the guy just keeps on winning. And the guy got something magical happening with him. When it comes to the fourth quarter, uh, his team believes in him. And uh, uh, he's starting to make believers out of, out of Elway and the rest of the crew up there in Denver because uh, they they are winning and stand a chance in an AFC West to possibly win out and uh, and take uh, take a stronghold on that NFC, AFC West. And wouldn't that be a, a, a something if they were to pull that out? All right, our next, uh, my next topic is, is of course, is to talk about them Cowboys uh, from last night. And I tell you what. I I could not be more disappointed with uh, Romo than anyone else in Dallas. You know, Romo uh, just did not get the job done at the end in the fourth quarter. He he jacked up a, a, a wide open wide receiver for a touchdown and um, just could have really just sealed the deal for the Dallas Cowboys to just go ahead and uh, uh, win the game and run out the clock, what have you. And no, just too easy to do. And, uh, of course, we lost our starting running back. He, he may, I believe he's gone for the rest of the season, Mr. Murray. Uh, he's done for the season uh, uh, with a broken ankle. So, you know that uh, that's uh, pretty much seals the fate uh, of that strong running game. Uh, although uh, Jones did run the ball fairly well, uh, gaining uh, more than a hundred yards this uh, um, uh, last night. So you know uh, there's still some hope. So we'll see how this thing uh, this thing pans uh, pans out. So I'm anxious to see if uh, Romo is going to have a better month this month than he had in the past. You know, he's uh, he's really have not played well in the fourth quarter and or in the se- uh, the last portion of the of the season. He has not played well in, in years past. So hey, I hope he gets it together because I tell you what, 
it's crunch time. It's time to get it on. And it, it is the, I mean, this is what make champions. You gotta play hard and play good when it's, to, when it's this time of the year. And, uh, there's no better time than now. So, you know, with that said, you know, we want to see, uh, Romo get it together and get it together now. There's, there's no time, no better time than now than to do it now, baby. So come on, Cowboys. Still rooting for you, baby. You're getting on my nerves, though. Come on, baby. All right. We want to move on and talk about these Giants did stun the Cowboys last night. My hat goes off to them and the credit to the Giants. They pulled it out. They did all the right things at the end of the game, capitalizing on on Romo's uh, uh, mistakes and uh you know that's what that's what good team teams do. They they capitalize on your mistakes, and uh, you don't get it together. That's what you're supposed to do. And uh, I'll be darned. They sure they sure got uh, uh, capitalize on that mistake. And uh, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm not happy for the Giants, but uh, Cowboys still stand a chance. Like down the down the road here, they they, they still stand a chance. So we'll see. How this thing gonna pan out here in that NFC uh, NFC East? All right, the Packers goes thirteen and zero at, uh, but at what cost? You know, uh, the Packers. Uh, you know, uh, everybody's talking about the Packers uh, going sixteen and zero and what have you, but. Uh, at what cost should they go for that uh, for that record when um, you know you have the, you have sealed your fate for the playoffs? You got home field advantage. You're on out. Uh, the, I don't believe anybody else is uh, is going to uh, <clears throat> going to uh, uh, challenge them, uh, but. You know, at the cost of losing uh, your players, it, this could hurt your ball club down the way, down the down the road in the playoffs. So I'm curious of how the uh, Green Bay Packers head coach is going to play out uh, his players throughout the rest of these playoffs. Uh, uh, you know, throughout the season and the playoffs. Well, of course, in the playoffs, you gonna play all your best players, all your starters gotta play. But you, at the end of this season, you, uh, Coach Mike McCarthy, gotta you got some decisions to make, and uh, uh, you know you, you don't want to get your 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 great players like such as uh, Greg Jennings. He's a star wide receiver who left the game with an apparent left knee injury in the third quarter. See, these are the type of things we're talking about when we're talking about not getting your primary receiver hurt and or your key players hurt during uh, the crucial time of the season. Now, uh, this spring knee, is it going to take two weeks, three weeks? Uh, there, you know, there's not much time left in the season when the playoffs start. So they, of course, are going to get a bye in the playoffs. So they they got that first bye. They, you know, they, they got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Uh, they're playing for nothing more than just that, Record of going 16 and 0, and that record don't really mean much unless you are going to win all the marbles, such as the uh, what who is was that the New England Patriots tried that a while back and uh, and uh, and it did uh, didn't turn out too well. So that's what it's all about. You better win out, and I mean win out big by, by winning the big game. 
All right, the Texans get their first playoff bid. Uh, man, what a great job the, the Texans done to, 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 uh, I mean, tight win against Cincinnati. They beat Cincinnati and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, but as a score at 20 to 19, what a great job they did to get themselves in the playoffs despite being out without their first and second string quarterback. Matt Liner was hurt for a couple of weeks back and now you, they're, they're in there with, uh, uh, uh with their, uh, uh, a new passer that is just brand, <laughs> oh my goodness, it's just, uh, 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 uh a turn, a, a turnstile here for them get, going down the home stretch. But they've been able to get themselves in the playoffs and hats off to them. I'm glad they have made it in the playoffs. It's going to be, it's going to be a stretch though. You know, without their starting quarterback, without their, uh, their backup quarterback, it's going to be a stretch for them to do any better. And, uh, we'll see how this thing passes out. Uh, they had, uh, Yates, uh, pass, uh, for 300 yards and two TDs, one interception. And, uh, of course, Benson, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, he ran for, uh, Benson ran for, uh, for Cincinnati, uh, 91 yards. And, uh, for Houston, you had a 100 yard receiver by, da- uh, uh, Daniels. And that was, that was some of the key stats of the game that, uh, pulled it out for the, the 10 and 3 Texans. Congratulations to you, Texas, for getting and making it into the playoffs. And, of course, we're going to take a tic-tac and bring it right back right after these messages, baby. Come on back and join me and just uh, right after this break. flagship station for sports voice america sports if you want to talk about the east coast sports scene particularly from the southeast make sure you tune in to the jeff owen show every tuesday yeah we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there but host jeff owens and co-host tasha humphrey know the inside and out of the georgia college sports world and they were born there raised there and still live the scene We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at uh, voiceamerica.com. You have me from Under the Helmet. Hey, we have uh, Mr. Harrison. Uh, you know, this thing, uh, I don't know. I'm an offensive player, and I, I just don't know what direction is uh, the league going into. I know this is becoming an offensive league, that, uh, and it's a passing league. But at the same time, why are you protecting uh, the these passers and uh, receivers in such a manner where these guys were taught to play at a certain philosophy of uh, uh, velocity and uh, it, it it just it's, it bewilders me on uh, what are you asking of these guys to pull back on someone when you're when they're uh, when they're uh, uh, Delivering a blow to a, uh, opposing quarterbacks, I I love the game. I love the passion of the game of uh, some of the way uh, some of the throwback players that still play the game in a, in a uh, vicious and 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 violent way. I know what the league is trying to do, such as protect these head uh, head to head helmet uh, and concussion uh, deals that they're trying to protect players from. But, um, man, these kids, these guys have been learning how to play this game since they were just young kids, uh, Pop Warner and, and flag football, and they've been throwing their body around for a long time. And now, this, uh, this Colt McCoy deal that they're trying to ban Mr. Harrison for, uh, I don't think he should be banned. I don't think he should be suspended. I should think they should take a closer look at things and say, you know what? It wasn't bad as bad as bad as I thought it was, and uh, leave the man alone, let him play football. Now there there are quarterbacks that put themselves in harm's way, such as a Michael Vick. A Michael Vick, he's a runner, and uh, and uh, so you're gonna get hit, and when you uh, put yourself out there like that, you're gonna take some blows. And Colt McCoy, uh, you know, he's uh, he's a tweener. He sometimes he runs, sometimes he doesn't, but. Uh, in, in this case, I believe he was taking a hit in the backfield and, uh, uh, most people, such as our commissioner, Roger Goodell, he feels that a linebacker doesn't, ex- he shouldn't be expected to, uh, uh, to, uh, uh hit or deliver the blow. Now, say so he leaves his feet and he launches himself and, uh, Man, he plays the he plays the game like it should be played in my mind, and uh, I think he's he's not being malicious with with his uh, delivering the blows and or trying to make a play for his team, and that's what they're paying him to do. And the fans love the excitement of uh, some of these players throwing their bodies around, and man, and this, that's what they pay to see. And I I I believe you're cheapening the game, and when you're not. Uh, allowing these players to play like they've been taught to play and 
Man, it's just, uh, it, you know, it just sickens me to the core to, to see them cheaping the game like this. Uh, me being an offensive player, I, I believe I would love to enjoy, I would, it would have enjoyed colliding with this, uh, with, with this man by picking up the block on him, uh, of hitting my quarterback. And that's where the challenge is right there. You should have somebody picking up that block. Where is the guy that should have picked that block? Uh, see, now that's where the, that's where the blame and everything should lie, not uh, not at Mr. Harrison. In your defense, Mr. Harrison, I I don't think they should find you. I don't think they should uh, ban you from the league. I know you've been charged a lot of money and fines towards Roger Goodall, and they warned you and called you to the New York office on several occasions. But I think it's some hogwash. It's some... Uh, uh, I think it's hogwash that they, they're, they're, they're treating you this way when you are paid to play this game like you're playing it. And, uh, and, uh, I just, I just hope that, uh, they, they show you some leniency on, on whatever it is that they do to you, uh, Mr. Harrison. All right. Let's move on. Uh, we have the Jets, uh, uh, Leonard is, uh, done for the year with a knee injury. Uh, unfortunate in- injury for him because the, the, the Jets has just been decimated with injuries. And I'm not sure what this does to the, to the New York Jets. And, uh, I know the Jets just delivered a blow to the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, by, by, uh, beating the Chiefs 37 to 10 and costing, uh, Coach Haley his position as a head coach there in Kansas City. So, you know, it's, uh, man, you know, the, the Jets is still in the hunt for that wild card playoff spot in the AFC East. So it's, uh, boy, the hunt is on, boy. I tell you, it just don't get no better this, than this, this time of the year when you're talking about getting in the playoffs and, and, uh, and, Turnovers are crucial this time of the year. You turn the ball over, you're going to lose a ball game because this guy's just going to make the play and make you pay. Make the play and make you pay. I like that. I like the sound of it. That's all right, baby. All right. All right. The Bengals, Gerard Williams is out for the year as well. Of course, uh, that doubles the blow with losing to the Texans and the Texans making the, the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that's just, uh, that's just heart wrenching to have a double whammy happen to you like that. All right. Uh, the Titans accused of the, uh, the Saints of a sideline for blowing the whistle, uh, in the, the second to last drive of the game. Now this uh this comes into question and it became headlines this morning that uh the Saints was out there uh, somebody on the sideline was blowing one of those Fox 40 uh whistles that the refs has is a very distinctive sound that the Fox 40 officials have uh, uh have their whistles that they blow and they specifically sell those to referees that uh that uh, ref uh, NFL, NBA type games. It's called a Fox 40. 
you find a Fox 40, boy, you got yourself a whistle because that's what they use to, to, to stop a play, uh, whether it's in the NBA or NFL. So this was a tight game. The Saints won 22 to 17, of course, with Breeze throwing for 337 yards and two TDs. And then, uh, um, you know, uh, they had Ivy uh, rush 13, uh, carries for 53 yards. And, uh, it's just unfortunate that this, uh, this is, has been Become a controversy for the New Orleans Saints by by uh, somebody blowing a whistle. You better believe the league is going to take uh, take note of this and they're going to re- rewind the video and take a look at all the angles and cameras that has somebody on the sideline possibly had a whistle that was blowing it during. And we have some situations that occurred during that second to last drive that cost could possibly cost the Titans the game. So we'll see how this thing develop as the week pro, uh, go, uh, goes along, and we may have to revisit this later, especially if there's some fines and or some suspensions uh, by uh, Roger Goodell uh, when this thing come to a head. I hope not, because I'm... Uh, them saints will become ain'ts if you don't get it right, baby. I like them saints. Those saints are looking good with Drew Brees down there in New Orleans. And it just remind me of Coach Mora when he was down there in New Orleans when, with me and Ironhead Haywood and the rest of the, uh, the crew were down there in New Orleans, uh, the Dome Patrol. That's right, baby. We had the Dome Patrol back then. All right. <clears throat> with that said, Coach Mora Jr., our defensive back coach, Back in 91, 2, and 3, down in New Orleans has become the head coach of UCLA Bruins. Oh, man. You know, I hate to stick it to him, but I'm going to give it to him when I see him down there in uh in Trojan land that, well, we're going to his, we're going to his turf this year with, uh, when, when the USC Trojans face, uh, the Bruins this coming up Thanksgiving in, uh, 2013, this kid, this coming year. All right. Bronco, uh, the Broncos have the dog, Dawkins is, leaves the game with a, a neck injury and he's maybe out the rest of the year. We're going to watch out for developments of that. I just hate to See uh, uh, the the Broncos go to the promise uh, go to the promised land without Dawkins when he's been the heart and soul of that defense and help carrying that offense as well because the defense is uh, has not allowed many uh, uh, many points and it, uh, it gives the Tebow that opportunity on the offensive side of the ball. With, uh, with, with them boys on defense, man. And you sure need that, that defensive leader in Dawkins out there to, to bring it home at the home stretch in them fourth quarters. They sure need that. That's right, baby. That man has played, uh, done a lot to help that defense out there in, uh, in Bronco land, the land of Tebow. How about that? All right. We want to move on and 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 just uh, recap some of the things that happened down in uh, uh, the Cowboy Land. Is uh, you know they, they played the, they played the Giants last night, didn't do well, and um, in the home stretch. But 
that's not the that's not the whole story. You know, Tebow did have that wide open receiver that he could have got the ball to. Wide open, don't get no more uh, butt naked than that. All right, we had the Chicago Bears also lost against Denver Broncos, and you know, I I I went to, I work around a lot of Chicago Bear fans at work, and they love them Chicago Bears. But I tell you what. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with Tebow now. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he pulled this out. This was a defensive struggle. Once again, I told you how did, uh, how Broncos been playing some good defense and, and, uh, uh Tebow, uh, two, uh, he threw the ball for 236 yards. How about them dogs? And Chicago had a rusher with Barber rushed 27 times for 108 yards, but made a crucial mistake at the end of the game and ran out of bounds when he could have stayed in bounds and got down and helped run out the clock. That is something that helped Tebow get it on, baby. I like that Tebow. He finds a way to win, and uh, he's not looking for a way out and losing the game. He's looking for a way to win a game. I like that about that young man. All right, we're going to take a tic-tac and bring it right back right after these messages, baby. flagship station for sports voice america sports football and so much more is the focus of planet gridiron with damian anderson join the former arizona cardinals running back for a show that mixes well a little bit of everything damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field the goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one. Until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel, tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports you 
are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, we have uh, some uh, breaking news that just uh, popped up under my radar here today. Oh, my goodness, uh, another firing in the NFL with Coach uh, Tony Sperano from the Miami Dolphins has just been fired. Oh, man, you know, <laughs> uh, the writing's been on the wall for a while. They've been talking about it the entire season uh, with uh, – with their losing, uh, their losing record, uh, I just, uh, man, what a, what a shame. You know, it's, uh, too bad the coach, uh, lost his, uh, he lost his, uh, coaching position and, uh, they named Todd Bowles as the interim coach. And, uh, you know, what direction is this, uh, this franchise and this team's going to go in is, uh, is beyond me. But, uh, I thought this man was really fighting for his, for his job and his life there in Miami, uh, from the onset of the beginning of the season. He just, uh, never got his feet up under him and his traction going. I, uh, I, I thought that bringing in, uh, Reggie Bush, uh, was, was going to help him. In his running attack, but uh, I thought it was going to be a, a bang bang situation with them keeping uh, 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 Mr. Williams back there with him, and uh, of course that didn't happen. So uh, Sperano's been fired in Miami with Todd Bowles taking on the helm at uh, at the st- uh, as the interim coach uh, for the remainder of the season. So. I uh, hate to see the man go. He lost this past weekend, 26 to 10, against the the, the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, allowed the Eagles to get there, get back on track. Uh, and uh, oh boy, it just uh, it just keeps coming. <laughs> I mean, good lord, man, there's, there's guys out out there looking for a job now, and uh, I'm sure he will find one because he's uh, he's a fairly decent coach. All right, the playoff picture. We have uh, right now uh, the for sure thing in the playoffs right now would have to be uh, the New England Patriots in the AFC East. And in the AFC West, you have the Broncos is uh, is uh, is in. And then uh, in the North, you have the Ravens. And then in the South, you have the Texans. And then you want to look in the NFC as in the East. The Giants is in the lead now to take on the leading that uh, division in the NFC East. And the Green Bay Packers in the North and in the South, Nolans. And in the West, we have the San Francisco Bay is leading the West. Of course, we're head and shoulders above everybody in the NFC West. So there you have it. There you that you know that caps off all of the discussions here in the NFL for now. All right, we had the Heisman this past Saturday. Uh, the 77th Heisman was with a lot of intrigue and. And Vogue with, with, uh, uh, my man Andrew Luck being the for sure winner all the way down to the home stretch until my man RG3. Oh, Robert Griffin Jr. Uh, the third is just, uh, just, uh, emerged as a, 
a front runner, especially after his win this past weekend. And, uh, and, uh, he spoke so well in front of the cameras after, uh, after the game with his, uh, his, his, his humility was so humble. He just really, uh, showed a, a, a cool demeanor, demeanor to, uh, towards the cameras uh, and for his audience. Uh, and what a humble guy to, to talk about his alma mater, his, uh, his future alma mater, his, his, uh, his city, his town, his state. He just, you know, just really represented his, his entire community down there in Texas really well with Baylor. Waco, Texas, uh, down there, just bringing to home a a first ever Heisman Trophy winner. He is for sure going down in history as one of the elite players to ever come out of Texas in in, in Texas history. So, hats off to you, RG three, and and you know what, man, you've done a great job uh, uh, speaking to the cameras, and I commend you for that. And your play is outstanding on the field. I like the way you carry yourself. And on this morning, you uh, <clears throat> you made a bid to on national television to talk about potentially going into law school. And my hats off to you, young man, is uh, with your humility and and humbleness that you've shown that your parents have instilled in you, young man. I want you to continue that and uh, and continue down that road uh, to your success because you have a bright future ahead of you. Whether you play a down of football after a cut collegiate days are not you're going to do well uh whatever you set your mind to young man hats off to you congratulations on winning the the 77th heisman trophy you are definitely in in some good company when you go down and visit uh for the 78th and y'all go to the house and uh and and you got to wear your uniform such as ingram did this past weekend <laughs> No, that just tickled me to death to see that that ran over, over the weekend. All right, we have some bowl game roundups coming up here. And uh, just not to go through each and every one of them is just, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just too much to go through each and every one of them. But I tell you what. You got, you have some good ones coming up, uh, under the radar, uh, that is, uh, is coming up soon. This coming weekend is, is there's a bunch of, a bunch of bowl games without have, without going through each and every one of them. And I'll give you my picks of who I think is going to win what. And, uh, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is, this is when they all start. You got three of them on December 13th, Temple against Wyoming. And I picked Temple and their, and, and their rough and, rough and tumble style. I like their play. And then, uh, of course, uh, the next game, uh, is, uh, the Boise, Idaho Potato Bowl. Here is Ohio going against Utah State. Uh, Utah is going to have the home field advantage. But I give it to you, Ohio. Ohio's going to pull that victory through. All right. We have the Nolens Bowl up in Nolens at the, at the Superdome. You got San Diego State is, uh, is playing La, Louisiana Lafayette and you have uh, San Diego State is my favorite. 
All right. On uh, December 20th, we in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, we had the St. Petersburg Bowl and is Florida International playing Marshall. And my pick is Florida International to win that one. That's some home cooking going to get them through that. And I'm the San Diego Bowl down in Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl is uh, I'm picking TCU over La Tech. TCU been playing some good ball now not only uh, uh, this year but through the years. And the Mako Bowl at Las Vegas Bowl. We're talking about Arizona State playing Boise State. I believe there's too much controversy going on with uh, Arizona State. Uh, uh, with uh, that uh, perfect kid uh, for them to pull that out. So I've taken Boise State on that one. And then, of course, my alma mater down there in Hawaii for the for Hawaii Bowl. Um, I'm picking Nevada. I'm picking Nevada over uh, <clears throat> over Southern Miss. And that is my, those are my picks. And uh, anything after that is after Christmas. And, uh, of course, I'll be back for those picks uh, for, the, uh, for the day after Christmas. So, yeah, you better believe it, baby. It's going to be on like popcorn. And they say, get your popcorn ready, baby. It's going to be some football played here these coming up weekends here. All right, recap. The first bowl game, you got Mexico Bowl, Temple against Wyoming. I'm taking Temple. You got uh, Boise, Idaho, Potato Bowl. You, I'm taking Ohio over Utah State. And then New Orleans Bowl, I'm taking San Diego State over La, uh, Louisiana Lafayette. And of course, the St. Petersburg Bowl and I, the Brady, the Beef O'Brady Bowl, uh, Florida International against Marshall. I'm taking Florida. In San Diego County, Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl, I'm taking TCU over La Tech. And then, of course, the Mako Bowl in Las Vegas, I'm taking Boise State over Arizona State. And those are my picks, baby. And you better believe it. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it this time of the year when we talk about the bowl games. And the big games uh, that are coming up later on after uh, these bowl games that are played this coming weekend, we're talking about uh, Wisconsin versus Oregon, and uh, we got uh, Stanford versus Oklahoma, and of course for the national championship, we got LSU versus Bama, and that's a that's a number two, uh, uh, second time they're finna meet this year. And uh, yes, once again, I want to tell you the my listeners out there. Uh, Mr. Tony Sperano has been fired. It just came up under my radar and uh, just been uh, alerted of this news. News flash that Sperano for the Dolphins has been fired. And we have Mr. Todd Bowles is now Mr. Todd Bowles is the interim head coach for the Miami Dolphins for the remainder of the season. There's only three games left, baby, and he's going to have to pull them through and uh, get them back on the running track so they can uh, go out there and hunt for them a new head coach. All right, we're going to take a tic-tac and bring it right back and wrap this thing up. Come on back, baby, right after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Hedlund. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here. Hey, we had this uh, breaking news that just occurred with Coach Sperano, uh Tony Sperano from the uh, uh, Miami Dolphins has been released uh, and fired from uh, uh, the Miami Dolphins. And uh, Coach uh, Todd Bowles is now the interim coach, and uh, congratulations to you, Coach uh, Bowles, and Man, hats off to you, big fella. You got some, uh, you got some work ahead of you. I uh, hope you get it done. All right. We're here at our last segment here at voiceamerica.com or from under the helmet. And we have, uh, Mr. Sue has, uh, has gone through his two week suspension and it will be back this coming week. And, you know, uh, has the Detroit Lions learned their lesson with, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's happened here with them over the past couple of weeks with players, uh, doing undisciplined things such as being selfish and, and making hits and blows towards, uh, 
uh, other opponents that uh, just uh, uncalled for and very selfish. And I, I, I just wonder, you know, with the leadership of Mr. Sue being a second-year player and him leading by his actions and not his words, and as uh, how has this impacted his ball club and 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 in what way and uh, what uh, what what entails for the Detroit Lions? Was well, is this going to get them over the hump? Is are they just flat out fed up from losing because they've been losing for a long time baby and they have uh, uh, gotten this swagger in them that is just uh, is it too much uh, is, have, they, have they crossed the line um, you know just being my office of self play uh, uh, as an offensive player myself I'm thinking about me lying on the ground and him stomping me down like that you know I would have definitely have a problem with that so uh, that that is not uh, that is not good uh, for for him or uh, all people involved to have that happen so he, he need to get that corrected and, and I mean quicken in a hurry too because it's starting to permeate throughout the, the the locker room and his other his teammates, and they're starting to behave such as he he has. So they need to straighten that out in a hurry, and then the coach is going to have to take a, a a hold of that locker room along with some some uh, leadership in that locker room with some of those players. They, they're really going to have to get a hold of that because they are they have something special uh, with them that they need to get corrected, and uh, I believe they can get it done. If they can get sued to be the leader of all that by not uh, displaying his anger after the whistle is blown and uh, take it out on the fella after the next play is called, y'all get it on like me and Mr. Jones and, 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 and get it done that way in between the lines. That's how you get it done, big fella. And don't lose all them endorsements you got. You got, uh, you, you, you have Chrysler out there where you, you selling those Chrysler 300s and now you, you're doing, uh, 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 selling those sandwiches with Jared and, and the rest of the fellas out there with, uh, Subway sandwiches. Man, don't lose your endorsements with that by out there acting stupid because you, you're really putting things in jeopardy because your endorsements more than likely is going to pay more than your darn salary, big fella. You'll find that out very shortly if you haven't found out already. So you straighten it up and uh, not do that, big fella. All right, we want to move on uh, uh, to talk more about some collegiate football stuff. And uh, Coach Myers is <clears throat> has been hired for the Ohio. State Buckeyes, and I'm excited for him to get back in football. He left the game talking about there was some physical ailments. He had some um, some heart problems. He had some health problems, and um, me being very close to the football, I understand how coaches get wrapped up in being uh, a coach, and how they get wrapped up is this. You know, it never ends with uh, with a coach. They are constantly coaching. They are constantly out on the on on the grind to go out and recruit new players. They are uh, also out there constantly trying to get their players re- uh, uh, the players to, ready to go. And then they turn around, and uh, of course, the recruiting uh, bin. And then there's training, and then there's. Uh, uh, recruiting again, there's training, and then you got the coaches that are that, that stayed back. That you got to go address them in the locker room uh, uh, or in the film room about what's going on with 
with uh, who is doing what and uh, how can we get better at that position and is it done by a player or can we coach this player up to get better? Those are the things that happen in coaching and it's a never-ending cycle with coaches and um, uh, just my personal experience with most of my coaches, they all talk about the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth ex-wife and darn it, man, I like the wife of God. I don't need another wife, boy. Sixth or seventh wife, boy, that's a lot of wives to to take care of on the on the back end, boy. We got to sign a prenup or something, cause boy, they will bend you over, big fella. You can't have it like that. That's a tough gig, and the man did a right. I believe he made the right decision uh, about a year and a half ago, and now he's uh, he's he's uh, he's back at Ohio State. You talking about it? Throwing yourself into the fire. They, boy, they got a fire going on there in Ohio State. They got the NCAA investigating still about those tattoos. Nothing's been heard about that. And then you got, uh, you, you have all the, uh, the, the other things that are still going on or behind Trussell in that, in that, uh, in that dilemma that happened there with, with him and, 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 and the quarterback that was there and moved on to the, the Raiders. And I haven't heard anything about him, sir back with the Raiders but coach Myers got uh, he's got some work ahead of him and ah oh, man I, I just wish him the best in, in Buckeye land up there because uh, he is definitely in the fire when you're talking about football and and, and some football country up there at Ohio State all right Monday night football we got the Seahawks versus the Rams tonight and we just got some some another breaking news that Mr. Bradford is going to start tonight for the Rams, and that just raises the stakes for everybody in Vegas. And uh, <laughs> that just raises the stakes, and, and and not only that, it might turn the tables for the Rams to to possibly pull this win out if the Rams can click with him in the offense, being infused in the offense this late in the season when he's been out for so long. You know, Sam Bradford's been out with an injury, and he's back, and, uh, you know, he's been out so long, I forget what the injury was, but my man is back, and uh, they got to do something to keep this guy healthy, upright, and on the field by protecting him. If that means keeping a tight end or, or, or an additional running back or fullback in to help block, they should do that, but by all means, don't lose your quarterback tonight when you have an opportunity to to go out to, and finish out the rest of the season by trying to get some wins here with your quarterback being healthy. Do what you have to or do what you must to keep your quarterback healthy. By the way, the Seahawks are favored to win this ball game, and by no means others uh, or the Rams are uh, uh, is going to. Um, I don't think they're going to win this ball game, but they they're sure going to try to fight and and put up a fight to win. But no, I don't put. I don't think they're going to pull it out, even if Bradford plays, because Bradford is definitely he's definitely a threat. Um, uh, but coming in this late in the years, I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Well, I want to move on and talk about more some more NFL stuff. And, you know, uh, uh, what's going to happen this coming up week is um, – is the NFL is uh, got some great games coming up next week and 
and uh, and I sure I sure want to uh, give you a heads up on what's to come uh, at the end of this season here. Um, and I'm trying to pull that up for you now, baby. Yes, sir. This this is going to be a barn burner at the end of the season because you know what? It don't get no better than this. This is going to be week uh, 15 here, and we have. Uh, a Thursday night game, a Saturday night game, and then of course Sunday's, uh, Sunday's game with, uh, Pittsburgh and San Francisco, at San Francisco, uh, uh, to round off the Sunday night game next weekend. Alright, let's, this is the first day's first Jacksonville at the Atlanta Falcons this Thursday and Saturday. Tampa, uh, Tampa is hosting the Dallas Cowboys in Tampa Bay. And, uh, that's just uh, to start the week out, baby. It's gonna be a nice weekend coming up. So be ready for a great weekend of football. And you make sure you tune in next week from Voice America from Under the Helmets with Derek Kennard. Thank you. And y'all come back now. You hear? All right, baby. for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.